A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2019, we've been welcoming guests onto Cultaholic Island. Guests who have been choosing three of their favourite wrestling matches. Now it is time for a return trip. I'm Tom Campbell, and this is Desert Island Graps Revisited. NWA Power is back! And I prove once and for all that I'm not just an animal in the weight room. I'm not just an animal in the bedroom. What? Now I've proved that I'm an animal in the boardroom. What? Because Fight TV broke out the big check, brother. And they secured NWA power. And now we are here. And we are going to deliver just like we do every single time for you in all of your homes around the world. And tonight, yes, you asked me about Trevor Murdoch. I will go on record and say I don't condone that type of behavior. You know me. Okay. What is the name of our group? Strictly Business. Okay. If there's no business to be done, we can't concern ourselves with that. What we have to concern ourselves with is victories. Because I had to leave my broom in the back because I had a prop. Because I was going to come out here and brag about the big clean sweep that Strictly Business had. Because I wanted that man to be standing here with the World Television Championship. And let's face it, it's only a matter of time before you're looking at the World Women's Champion. And then everything will be right in the universe. Strictly Business will be on top. And the NWA will be back right where it needs to be. Welcome back to Cultaholic Island, one of the first guests on Desert Island Graps back in 2019. Uh, and in all the things in the world that has changed since 2019, the world caught fire for a long time. Uh, wrestling promotions have come, gone, changed time, whatever. The one constant, the divine constant in all of this is he is still your NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. It's Nick Aldis. How are you, Nick? I'm good, Tom. Yeah, thank you. I mean, uh, it's... Uh... It's a point of contention. Uh, you have to be, you know, I, I find that I have to let other people talk about the length of the reign because obviously if I mention it right away, I get jumped from, oh, you only defended the title a few times. Oh, COVID doesn't really count. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Still sure. counts. Still counts. Of course, it, of course it does. Of course it does. Yeah, no. You know. It's, uh, we're, we're talking, we're talking. Forget about, forget about the, the four continents I've defended the title on and, the, you know, of it. 40 different states have defended the title right before COVID. Let's, you know, let's just, let's just, you know. Does it bug you? Does it bug you that people, because it, it was a quick, it was a quick reaction there. Does it bug you a little bit that people go, well, it doesn't count the last year? Well, it, it, not, not only in the sense that because the length of the reign is so unusual for the modern era, obviously it's a point of, it's a talking point for a lot of people and they go, wow, you know, like this it's, you know, it was over 900 days. Like, you know, when was the last time somebody, you know, and, and that, but it's like, and, but which then of course opens up the, and I'm sitting there going, I didn't, I didn't bring any of this up. You know, it's, not, you know, it's, 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 it's hard enough in the wrestling business with it obviously being such a opinion based industry and so polarizing on every level. And, you know, it's, you have to have a thick skin at the best of times, but it's like, there are times where you just go, God, just give me a break. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't ask for any of this. Like I'm just trying to be a good pro wrestler. 
<laughs> I'm just trying to do what I do. That's all I'm yeah, trying to right. do. Uh, like, and... I'm, like I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, Johnny Digital Six One Nine. Like I really <laughs> am. You know, I, like I'm, I'm so sorry you feel that way. You know, but like, go outside. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> you know I mean? Fair like, point. Well made. I'm like, you seem upset. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it's uh, it's back on fight now. NWA power. Describe that feeling after all that went on in the world in 2020. Walking back into GPB Studios in Atlanta. Oh, mate, it was uh, it, it was very it was very 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 special, very rewarding. Um, and uh, I think you know, getting there, driving to Atlanta this time, and and um. Because I, I live in Nashville, so I, so it's a drive for me, and I so I drive down, and it's quite it's quite nice because I get to sort of just go on my own time, my own schedule, and, and sort of uh, you know get there get there when I feel like getting there, nice and early, and sort of getting getting used to everything. And it was it was very cool because uh, there were time, even though obviously it had been a long time, it also felt very familiar, uh, you know, going back in and. The, the one thing about GPB Studios is that um, I know that the show gets often it's sort of categorized and, and I guess rightly so as this sort of throwback, uh, you know, nostalgic kind of marketing and kind of vibe and everything. And obviously we, you know, we, we go for that, like it's a deliberate thing. But, you know, that that building and those studios, it's I mean, it's a really phenomenal television studio i mean it's you know they, they film all kinds of great shows there so it's, it's really slick professional operation and the people there are just so great such pros you know so to, so to be able to come back and the, the guys there at gpb they really like our show like they sort of know that it's not a very big show in comparison to some of the stuff they do you know it's not on like network television or anything like that. but that there's something they're all they're all just like man you guys are so like yeah, it's so great to have you guys back and like we love this show and it's so fun and like you guys are all so like full of energy and you know so easy to work with and stuff like that and I think that's a gratifying thing too that for once as you know especially coming up in the in the British you know independent wrestling scene there were so many times where you felt like a second-class citizen when it came to dealing with uh you know building owners or managers and you know the sort of ancillary personnel that you have to deal with in the wrestling business because they always sort of look down their nose at wrestling and they have this sort of oh wrestling like oh you know they sort of always treat you like you're you know ex-cons or something and to, to you know so to be received like that and to you know to have that sort of working relationship where they're just like oh man we love this show like oh it's so great to have you guys back and and for, and for the for the boys to be uh, recognized as being so professional too is like really easy to work with compared to other television people and stuff like that. Like that's what I take a lot of pride in because even though it's not my show, you know, per se, it's like I take a lot of I take a lot of pride in the culture that's been sort of created in the dressing room and it with the you know with the talent like that's if you know if it was a football team i'd be the team captain do you know what i mean so it's like so so it's cool to see that all these people uh receive the wrestlers like so well and, and with you know with such affection because that speaks a lot to sort of how we conduct ourselves and and you know the kind of vibe that we that we give out when we're when we're working because it's so fun but we're everyone there is total pro too like there's there's very few sort of divas drops there's very few sort of um you know big kind of dramatic moments backstage it's you know everyone's kind of on the same page and if if a segment goes really well like a promo goes really well like everybody's like fuck yeah like you nailed that sh you know what i mean like good shit that that's money man like you know everyone comes back and goes yeah that's great like let's you know let's do this and it's and you know that the people around it get sort of swept up in it too. So that's what I was, you know, that's that was the the best feeling I took away from the whole experience. What have been some of the challenges getting back into uh, into the rigors of putting together NWA Power in this sort of new normal? What are some of the challenges that you guys uh, have faced? Well, the without with for me anyway, the worst, the hardest thing is is the whole is the COVID protocols. 
you know, just the sort of, um, you know, obviously masks have sort of become almost, you know, second nature, but it is, you know, there, it was like, that was probably the hardest thing about the tapings this last time was that the building, you know, as, as, as great as they are and as, 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 you know, good as our relationship is, the one thing they were very, very adamant on was like, we really want everyone to mask up when they're not working. So like the second that you come back through the, through the curtain, you know, please remember to try to mask up as much as possible. And obviously over the course of a day where you're starting at sort of 10 a.m. and in my case anyway, getting there at like 10 a.m. and not leaving till sort of midnight, you know, there are a few times where you're just going, uh, I'm just going to go find a private room by myself so I can just take this fucking mask off for half an hour and, you know, and not, be, not be in any trouble. Mm. Um, but, you know, that's just the sort of, it's, you know, that's a first world problem. It's not like, a, you know, it's not like it's in the world. And uh, I guess the other thing too is just trying to keep the energy of the show up with, you know, a, a, a couple of dozen people sort of taking on the role of audience who are kind of extras and, you know, ancillary sort of uh, talent or ancillary help. And, you know, I mean, those guys, I mean, they're, you know, the, 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 our sort of audience, so to speak, or the people, you know, playing the role of <laughs> standard audience uh, at GPV this time. I mean, those guys deserve a medal because they, they were made up mostly of uh, trainee wrestlers um, who would come to, you know, to help at the ring or to be on standby or to, you know, to maybe be, maybe be in, in, a, in a, in a small sort of enhancement match or something. Uh, and some of the guys who do, uh, who do the post-show podcasts, you know, who we'd sort of invited down to, to come and be, you know, just basically just come and be around and be available. Cause you know, as, as a lot of people will tell you, the, the wrestling business is built on the back of uh stooges and help you know <laughs> people who are just there to sort of help out with whatever um it's is there a lifeblood of the industry and in this case like those guys i mean i several of the boys uh went out of their way to go and find them and kind of keep them keep them going you know over the course of the day like hey you guys are like doing such a great job thank you guys so much like it's brutal to try to work a 20 minute 30 minute match you know, with with no noise whatsoever. And it's amazing what a difference just, you know, a, a couple of dozen people sort of reacting can do. It's just it's just enough to sort of keep you going. And, um, you know, certainly with the pay-per-view with like my match with Stevens and stuff like that, that was, you know, I, I, I've done empty, I've done some empty building stuff, you know, in COVID, I did some stuff before COVID, empty building. But you know, it was. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it was, uh, we've all been there. It was like it was. Uh, you know, and it's it's brutal. It's tough. So you know that those guys um, really went above and beyond. But hey, you know, those guys all now in in the minds of everybody there and, and everyone involved with the NWA now have a sort of a special place in our hearts. So it will serve them well, you know, in their future careers. Uh, we'll chat more about uh, uh, NWA Power as we go along, but we've got you here today, sir, uh, to, to return to the island to watch one of the matches that you chose to watch while stranded on said desert island back in 2019. And we oh, have picked, wow, okay. we've picked a classic. We are, we are going to be watching you and I, the WCW Chai Town Rumble match between Ric Flair and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. It seemed appropriate, Nick, you know, a match for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship uh, with Ric Flair, former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, and yourself, Oblivion from Gladiators. It seems <laughs> appropriate <laughs> with the champ right, himself. You show, up, you show up late and now, you, <laughs> and now you start throwing in and now you're making these jabs. I don't <laughs> You know, for the money you're paying me, Tom, you know, <laughs> you're on thin ice. Chuck an extra fiber in. <laughs> but no, it's it's great to watch this match with the guy who's yeah, representing sure. that that company and that brand right now. And well, um, look, and hey, you know, it, it, you, you don't have to twist my arm very hard to watch this match. I've probably watched it a couple hundred times uh, at least so over my life. So yeah, 
We are going to watch it now, our Nick and I. And if you want to watch it along with us, what you need to do is you need to go to the WWE Network, whatever iteration you've got it on. Uh, you need to find WCW Chai Town Rumble in 1989, Feb 20th, 1989. Uh, scrub to one hour, 58 minutes and 23 seconds in. I'll give you a second to do that right now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back. Nick, are we ready to Chai Town Rumble, sir? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Okay, on go. We all press go and play in three, a two, a one, go. People at a wrestling show. Something we didn't see much Imagine of in that. 2020. <laughs> it's just, now at this point, talk to us a bit, Nick, as, as, as Ric Flair is making his way ringside. Talk to us about why this match was one of those three that you chose. Well, I mean, first off, anyone who's seen any Flair and Steamboat match just knows that there are there are rare occasions in this industry where two guys just work perfectly together, um, where you get the the perfect combination of uh, the, the contrast of characters as well as this incredible physical chemistry. You know, like you see a lot of matches, especially now I see quite a lot where these guys have really great matches together. Um, but you can almost tell that there's no, you, you know, that there's, it's, it's very hard to really believe that there's any animosity there or any competitiveness. But when you watch this, there's not a moment where you sort of think to yourself, uh, these guys, you know, these guys planned this. These guys are really friends. These guys like obviously practice this a million times. Like there's that, there's always that aura of animosity, you know, and there's an aggression to it. And uh, Flair and Steamboat, I mean, to me, I think that there's, I don't, certainly not in the, certainly not in the, in the, in the last 50 years. I don't think there is another rivalry that, that, that just universally sort of gets that response from anyone who sees it, but they just go, man. Like, this is special. You know, this is a sort of once-in-a-lifetime thing. Um, I'll say the other reason I love it, it I love the presentation. Um, I love that it's, you know, there's production, there's enough production value to make you aware that, like, this is a big deal, right? Like, this is big-time pro wrestling, but it's not so much that it starts to feel too much like a show and not enough like a sport like this the the atmosphere in the building and the the, the details is that it's sort of there's just a touch of grit to it you know there's just a touch of grit and and sort of spit and sawdust and cigarette smoke where it just you just go this is a this is a fucking man sport, you know, like, and, and, and I don't mean that in like a misogynist way. I just mean, it's got this, it's a, this is for adults, you know, this is for grownups. And that's what I thought the NWA or, you know, in, in contrast to the WWF was, was the perfect, uh, was the perfect alternative. 
Because you, you, know, w- you look at you look at WWF at this point, and you have like um, yeah. eighty nine, so it's like height of Hulkamania. Yeah. Big brash characters at places like yeah. Trump Plaza, and then you've got, as you say, this, which is, and you're right, it's got that sort of cigarette smoke lingering in the air, sort of the, the lens flare blurring a bit there, little things like that, like that grit about it, and two guys who are just there in their wrestling attire, who were there to wrestle, you know? Right. The 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 reaction and the atmosphere is created solely on the anticipation of this physical contest. It's not like the aura of you know of and again that's not a knock on on the alternative it's just it's um it's like the kids say now on social media it hits different you know it has like when this has like the big fight feel because look at tommy young for example tommy young is so good because he just a great referee just adds that element of seriousness to it where it's like like a boxing match like most a lot of the stuff that i've borrowed from in trying to sort of help shape the 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 current nwa i've borrowed a lot from from boxing in the in the sense that when you watch like hbo boxing the big time you know the big time sort of fights that they would promote it was there was pomp and circumstance and there was drama but by the time you got in the building and by the time you got in the ring it was like it's go time right like this is serious and we follow a certain set of rules and everything you know everything is taken seriously like i i personally think that that stuff adds to a match like that's one of the reasons why right from the beginning you know with my run i made a point to always say i want referees instructions for the title match like to remind everybody like this is serious like this is the world type and these are the rules and like you're here because you're the right person to be here and now let's settle down and get fucking serious when, um, you, you spoke to, uh, to to Ross on our channel for Straight to Hell and you talked uh, very much about how wrestling needs to sort of reach out to sort of non-wrestling fans in 2021 and obviously the nwa has a very old school feel very much like this uh, but do you feel like you're still doing enough to welcome that sort of new wrestling fan into to fall in love with what you do well i, I mean i i don't think you can ever do enough you know but but i think that um the thing i when i like you watch this match for example when you're looking at this right if you're just looking at it from a sort of critical standpoint you might go oh well they're just doing hammerlocks and headlocks but like they're doing so much more than that like these guys have not stopped since the bell rang like they're they're telling a story of like we're both the best at this and i'm not going to give you an inch and you're not going to give me an inch i think you can you can get that in any language you can get that you know, no matter what your level of sophistication is as a wrestling fan, like you can't watch this and not realize I can't do this, right? You can't watch this and go, well, I could probably practice that stuff. You can't do it like that. You know, you're watching two grade A professionals. And the other thing I would say is that if you're a new, if you've never seen wrestling before and this was the first thing you saw, even if you didn't really understand all the nuance of this, as far as like, oh, I don't really get all the rules yet. I don't really know what's, you know, what's he trying to do with his headlock or whatever. You can hear the people and you can feel the, like how thick the atmosphere is and how invested everybody is. And that just makes you invested because you go, man, these people are so into this. Like this has a different, the same way that, you know, I'm not a boxing aficionado, but when I, when I buy a boxing pay-per-view, I'm watching, I'm just like, I, you know, I, I can't take my eyes away from it. I, you know, I can't tell you, I can't always necessarily tell you exactly who's winning and who isn't, you know, <laughs> but I'm just going, God, this is something, you know, there's something primal about fighting. It's why fighting will always draw money. Like in well, you know, in one way, shape, or form. Now, yeah, obviously, boxing has its ups and downs. MMA, but combat will always 
combat will always draw attention. And when you combine combat with believable, authentic personalities like Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat, then you have money. And that's, you know, that's essentially what I'm always trying to achieve. I like, I'm always trying to be as authentic as I can when I'm presenting myself. Like everyone knows that obviously I don't walk, I don't strut around in real life, kind of, you know, calling people ham sandwiches and being, you know, referring to myself as a national treasure, but it's I'd like, like to think that you do. Well, like yeah, to walk, I, I, walk into an HMV know, back home and go, all right, yeah, I'm sorry. HMV. <laughs> <laughs> HMB of all places. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you know, I don't, I don't get a customer service at Tesco and be like, hey, you know, <laughs> your sandwich. sandwich, give me me ham sandwich. <laughs> and you talk about like how important, like you know, like you get sucked into the vibe of a of an atmosphere. And we we saw there, we saw uh, those those leathering shops from Flair to, to Flair, Flair taking that powder, and the crowd just just heating on him for it as well. Right. When you watch this back, is there what sort of nuance? What is there a nuance from this match that you take that you maybe utilize in your own work? Um, for me, it's you. You won't see a single thing in this match that is uh, that is that is um, phoned in, right? Like not a single headlock, not a single punch, not a single sell, not a single bump, not a single kick in the gut. You know, not a single thing is sort of um, kind of done haphazardly just to sort of because, well, we're getting we're getting ready for the next spot. So I don't really care. I'll just kind of figure that I'll just kind of do this one, go through the motions, you know, which, again, is something, unfortunately, you see more of today. And look, we've all been guilty of it. I've You know, I watch stuff back and I'll just, I'll cringe sometimes because I go, oh, my God, like I just, you know, that whip was terrible. Like, you know, I was doing all this other stuff and then I just did a, you know, a shitty Irish whip. Like, but you won't see a single thing in this match where you sort of went, ah, like, there's not a single thing in this that can take you out of the moment. Look at the concentration on Flair's face. Like, you're watching it and you just, it's, they're doing, they're getting ready to do a a, a test of strength, right? Greco-Roman knuckle lock, whatever you want to call it. And, but the, the body language like the non-verbal communication just has you completely compelled. It's that um that beautiful that test of strength. If you look, if you Google Chai Town Rumble, you will see some that's some the, the shot. Yeah, taken. it's that shot where they yeah. to lock it in. And like you say, there's it's a, something that's so simple. But just so there's simple. a similar shot from me and Cody from our second our second match in Nashville. There's a there's a very similar shot where we're we're getting ready to and it's my favorite shot and I think it's for the same reason where it's just there's this moment where you like I think you know obviously I would never want I would never compare anything I did to anything that you know of a flare and steamboat level but I think that one of the reasons why people even now you know three years on still bring up me and Cody is. It has elements of the same thing that made this so special in that it's that there's a genuine competitiveness between the two. There's like Cody and I aren't friends, right? Like we're not friends. Like we respect each other, but we're not friends. We don't, you know, we, we had no personal relationship prior to wrestling each other. Uh, and, but we both have very strong sort of, opinions of ourselves and visions of who we want to be and we both have very similar philosophies when it comes to sort of you know our work in the ring so it's like so everything just fit together and it was like we had that understanding with each other of like hey there was a lot of stuff that we did in our matches that was sort of a little bit of a shoot like hey if you're gonna if you're gonna take this you're gonna earn it you know and like, I think that you see that in this as like a genuine, like in, in Flair and Steamboat, they both took such pride in their in their conditioning and their sort of, hey, no one can follow me. That's why I go on last because nobody can follow me. And Flair's like, his whole time out there, you can guarantee he's thinking, I want to prove to everyone that no one can follow Ric Flair. You know, and Steamboat's there going, nobody can follow Ricky Steamboat. And now they're wrestling each other and they're both trying to kind of go, hey, yeah, like, I'm going to prove I'm the best in the business. 
by making you look the best you've ever looked. And that's when you get the absolute magic because they're not going into business for themselves. They're going into business for each other because they both understand the principle of the business is to make your opponent look as good as you can. So now they're both doing it. And in the process, they're both going, well, hey, I'm going to make sure I look good too. And then you get magic because, you know, it's there's, <laughs> there's not a moment of this where you can sort of go, oh, okay, I know what's going to happen now. Like, you, you don't. It's just a fight. It's just this, like, this unbelievably evenly matched competitive fight. Look at those people, man. Look at the people. You can't, you can't replicate that. You can't fake that. That's just people who, and it's, what's nice is, and I like stuff like this. It's random that it ages it, where you've got people with, with instant cameras. Yeah. And capturing it. Like no one's holding oh, phones. I've got, like, I've, got, I've got chills. Like I've got goosebumps right now, just because I, when you get the people like that, Mm. Like that, that right now, I guarantee you in Flair's mind, he's going, we got him. You know what I mean? Like, but see, he knows that he's got him before he even walks out. That's why he has him. You know, you have to carry yourself like that. And that's why he always, that's why he was always over because he never for a second believed like, oh, I hope, I hope that we get, I hope we get him tonight. He knew, you know, and that's, going that's another building. part of this. If you go to yeah. the building, you know you've already got him before the match has even started, then that's so yes. much pressure off, I can imagine. Well, and it's like, again, I, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse, but it's cut like, like the first match with Cody and I, you know, in Chicago, which was where this was, Chicago is just different. They're a different level. Mm. Like Chicago wrestling fans have a reputation for a reason. Mm. Like they are just so so great i mean they're just they go with it and they're loud and they're emotional and they're like they're, there's an electricity to chicago wrestling fans that's you know that's just you know that you don't get everywhere else or you don't get as consistently with um with talking about cody and the match that you guys had, we've seen Thunder Rosa back and forth with AEW. Uh, at the risk of setting the tailbones of wrestling journalists tingling tonight, um, <laughs> any talks of kicking open a forbidden door, Nick? You thought God, about it? Yeah, you got, you got, you got that right. I can't answer this question without it, someone turning it into clickbait. And oh, Nick Aldis shoots on Kenny Omega. Like, Aiden, stand by. I, write I, the I article. Like Kenny, I got no. I got no fucking problem with Kenny. I like Kenny. I like Cody. I, you know, I like Nick. I don't. I don't dislike any of them. You know what I mean? Like I, like I, I you know. And it, but it's I can't answer the question without it getting turned into a thing because because wrestling websites and journalists have realised that the best way to get clicks is to present anything that presents a contrary opinion to AEW immediately elicits this like you know, yeah, this sort of vicious like response so they go great if i can just take a kernel of what he said and somehow turn it into a thing that can make it look like he's taking a shot at AEW, like i wish him nothing but the best and you know i've always said the same thing if if the 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 opportunity was right and it made sense for everyone involved like all in did then yeah of course i would do it but it's like it's, I'm not going to do it just for the sake of, like, I, I'm not, like, they know where I am. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, it may be, maybe, it, maybe it will, maybe it won't. It's, I, I'm not, you know. Well, you're doing your own I'm thing. You're, you're, you're building with, with yeah. the NWA. You're creating your own, you're creating your own and it's the only It's the only way that I've been able to make it work, mm. you know? Because if I was sitting there constantly like pining to sort of go work for AEW or try to sort of get, I could, I had a chance to go to work for AEW. Like I, I decided to sort of make a go of this because I felt I, I enjoyed the challenge. Because I've got a strong fucking ego. Like shoot me, I don't care. And I was like, whatever. Like <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. And it's, you know, it, it everything's just. It's like being in, being in the wrestling business is like being in a casino, right? It's you're like. You play the craps table for a little while and it's like, hey, this is paying out. Like, let's stay here, you know? And then if, if you feel like it's, you, you know, you, you're starting to lose your heat, then you maybe decide to cash out and move on somewhere else. And hopefully you cash out before you lose all your chips. 
Like, and that's kind of the way I feel about it. We're all about building uh, NWA power on a Tuesday night. And uh, we're watching Flair and Steamboat. The crowd are deeply into it at this point. And, and I know you've, you've been reluctant to draw comparisons between the work that you've done and, and, and this, this legendary match of the Chai Town Rumble. But is there somebody who you would say either now or down the road you'd like to be the Steamboat to your Flair? Well, I think, I mean, I, I think if I, could, if I could have an NWA title match with anyone, uh, be hard-pressed to think of someone better than Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always said that it would be, you know, and I, I, I realize that it's, it's very unlikely, but, you know, never say never. But I always thought, I always had this vision in my head of, like, what if I could have a match with Triple H at Starcade? You know, like for the NWA title, like it's the, you know, it's the one title he's never, for he's, you know, he's had the big gold and he's had the, you know, WWF, you know what I mean? And it's like little things like that. We just think, man, if, if all the pieces on the chessboard happen to be just in the right place, that would be a piece of business. But, you know, I don't obviously don't, I don't, you know, but I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Um, you know, he's, man, he's it, it, if I'm totally Randy. honest, yeah, and if I'm totally honest, uh, this will raise the ire of some of the internet wrestling community. But you know, if I could work with anyone right now, it'd be Roman Reigns. Like, just for the because it, it, when I look at it, you look at the Blair and Steam, but one of the reasons it works is the contrast of personalities, the contrast of presentation. And that's what leads me to think, you know, when I think of him, he's, he's, you know, he's fantastic. But the thing that really gets me excited is like, man, he's so different to me. Like, <laughs> and that's what, that's what gets me excited. Like when I, I, you know, obviously I still, I'll still, I'll still work third party, you know, independent shows. And a lot of the time they'll, they'll reach out and, and they'll say, Oh, you know, uh, we've got the following people in mind, you know, as, a, as an opponent. And a lot of the time they'll say, oh, we thought this person, because he's like a similar size and works a similar way. And also go, okay, well, where's the business in that then? Right? Like, I don't pick someone because they're, you know, because they're similar to me. Pick someone who I can tell the best story with. Like, the... the Steamboat and Flair works because they're so different yet so similar. Like and I think the big thing as well, it's obviously the, the in-ring style, they're, they're both a, a class apart, but it, it's, it was Look all at the this stuff interaction with Tommy That right there is, that's, that's what set Flair apart. That's why, like, Flair, because his cardio was so legendary, that's where the cardio comes in because we're what? 25 minutes in or something flares like it's flares turn to shine right like this is your you've got to you've got to make it count when it's your turn as you know as, as a heel like or as a world champion you like when because you've got to have gas in the tank so when it's your turn you've got to you know when it's your turn to get your shit in you've got to really make it good and flare shut up sorry the dog's come in here and making them causing a ruckus trying to get herself over but the uh when the but see when flair like look at the people but see flair he 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 has enough he has enough wind where he can do all that and still take a moment to go jump up go get in tommy young's face and get tommy young over and remind everybody tommy young's the best referee in the business you know and keep his like that's the energy that he has the other thing I would say about this, especially to like any, you know, younger wrestlers who might watch this or, you know, give a shit what I have to say. Uh, if you notice this match, one of the reasons why I love this match and all their matches together is because it doesn't follow the typical wrestling match formula. It isn't like opening spot, you know, blah, 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 shine for the baby face, blah, 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 you know, then settles it down, then heat for the heel, like, you know, hope spot, hope spot. They're working based on, like, what they need to do. Like, okay, the people are up here, the people are, you know, the people are at a seven or an eight, okay, we need to keep them about there for now. 
right? Now we need to bring them down to about a five. You know, now we need to bring them to a four. Okay, let's go outside because we got to get them back up again a little bit. We got to keep them. It's it's you're it's a you know it's a movie. Like you've got to sort of take them on a journey. You know, it's it's okay. We need them. We need them come up a little bit more. We you know we're starting to lose. Like it's it, he knows when he knows when he needs to be up. And he knows when Steamboat needs to be up. Flair was like, without question, changed the business. The biggest way he changed the business, in my opinion, was by how generous he was. Like, there was ne never a guy, a world champion. And Harley was pretty generous, but not to the level that Flair was. But he spent 70% of every match feeding the babyface, taking their moves, selling for them, you know, bagging off, like, trying to counter and getting countered back again like he was a machine at that because he knew that that's what the people want so subconsciously they leave the they that's how flair became such an icon because subconsciously people go hey i'm gonna buy a ticket to see rick flair i'm gonna get to see rick flair but i'm also gonna get to see what i want which is to see the babyface win or, or i want to see the babyface beat his ass and That's like the dream so is subconsciously, the you dream. know that when you buy a ticket to see Ric Flair, you get what you want. The dream of a heel is to go, I literally, I'm paying money to watch people get my comeuppance. Right. Lovely, lovely ref bump there, by the way. Brilliant. Like, beautifully so well done. subtle. You know, yes. Tommy Young didn't look like he didn't look like he walked right. into that for a planned bit. Just looked like yeah. he got stuck in the way. Looked very much like, right. was that meant to happen? Looked organic and... It was a, a believable thing to sell. Yeah, because he because he, he, he got not because you can look at it and go well he sort of got landed on by two guys you know and Tommy Young's only 150 pounds or whatever. Guys, just by the way, Tommy Young, what a sweetheart of a guy. Yeah. He came to he came to do the uh, he he came to, did the referees instructions for uh, the Crockett Cup 2019 when I the, the, uh, when I wrestled Marty for the title and. I mean, he came in and did the did the, uh, the the referee instruction, and it was just magic. Like he's just he was so, he's such a sweetheart. Beautiful. What a finish! What a finish! Back and forth and round and round. And one thing we haven't talked about in this because we've been rambling about other stuff is is Jr. on the call too. Yeah. Just this was Jr. His absolute best. Motivated, invested. Oh my god! So like. You can tell that he loved the match. Like every when 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 this goes when you know when a good match like this goes right, it's everybody involved, right? It's I don't look at it as you know Flair and Steamboat did a great job. It was like Flair, Steamboat, Tommy Young, you know Gary Michael Capetta, Jr. Like you know Hiro Matsuda, everybody. Like everybody has to be in sync and on the same page and just just absolutely nailing it. And they, with the, with, the crowd here, with with the crowd here as well, like the crowd is such a crucial part of this. And it seems like a, a sort of non-question, but with the, the environment that we we're in now, this weird COVID where we're just coming on the on the other side of it, had this match been held in say a Thunderdome, how how different do you think it would hit today? Uh, I think it would still be good. You know, mm. I think I think anyone would still appreciate the level of quality. But there's no denying that, to me, the only the only the only scenery I want at a wrestling show is a sea of people going bonkers. Mm. Like I don't give a shit how much pyro is there, how many lights, or how many screens. Like it's great if you have all that stuff. Like what you know, it's cool. Like I may, I see some of this. I see some of the WWE sets, and I'm just like I'm blown away. I just mm. go, man, it's just another level. Like, there's nothing else in sports, nothing else in entertainment, nothing else in any facet of, of presentation that, that can compare to, like, how ahead of the game they always stay on that stuff. But for me, the, the thing I need more than anything for it to feel genuinely special is just a shitload of people going bonkers like that's what i want that's what i got into this business for like you know that <laughs> the, 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 
I think when, whenever I sort of go back through my favorite sort of moments in my career, most of them are involved, you know, most of them are without, you know, for a good reason, are in like the big buildings that were full of people like Manchester or Wembley or Chicago, you know, Nashville, like, because I was like, hey, especially the ones where it was like, they, they came to, I know they came to see me. Mm. You know, it's like, it's one thing, you know, when I think about like the, the promo, the first time I really nailed a really good promo, like for TNA and, and Wembley and, uh, you know, and, or like when I, when I made my return uh, in, in 2013 to impact for, for uh, in Manchester and got a huge reaction, like, and stuff like that. Or, you know, when I, when I obviously the, uh, the first time I walked out as the world champion for, you know, TNA when we came to do the UK tour after I won the title, like those were huge, but, but, you know, Chicago and Nashville and, you know, uh, Charlotte for the Crockett, they hit different because I'm sort of like, I think a lot of these people came to see me, <laughs> you know, and that's a, that's a, and again, it, that's obviously what you get into the business to do. And if you sort of, if you have enough experience, like I did at the time, you start to then, you know, that's how you get guys that just keep climbing and elevating beyond everyone else. Because, you know, I, I've had the, I've had that privilege, you know, a handful of times in my career, but you get a guy like Flair, who's, he's experiencing that night after night after night. It's only just, it's just, it's just energizing him more and more and more. So he's just getting better and better and better because once you're over or once you know that okay these people came to see me now you get to sort of experiment with more stuff and try more stuff which some of it works some of it doesn't but like you can get away with more and so while everyone else is still trying to you know solidify themselves you're like shooting further and further ahead because you're because you're going hey Try to keep up, like. It's both a pride and a pressure. Yeah, you have to. You have to really like. I think you have to enjoy it. You have to sort of. You have to sort of relish that pressure. Like I think I when I see it in Rome, like I he he loves it. Mm. Like you can tell he's sitting there going, you "Fucking bring it!" Like he's jump doing on his the best case. work at the moment. Because yeah, man. Because wow. yeah, because yeah, because he finally feels like. I'm, I'm the right guy. Like, yeah, you, you know, you know that I'm the guy. Right. And it's like, and he's going, yeah, he's, and he's saying to everybody else, Hey, hold on the cape. See if you can hold on. You know, I love that. I dig it. And we are watching you every Tuesday night as the guy in NWA as the NWA world's heavyweight champion. Uh, what can we expect over the next couple of months on NWA power, Nick? Uh, well, you'll see, um, I think anyone who's, who's been paying attention to the NWA from, from the beginning, from the NWA power, uh, will see that, you know, will understand that Trevor Murdoch has had a, a, a new, an absolute, like, you know, new lease on life. And I think for those of you, and there are many, many of you. For those of you who have been kind of making that statement, like sort of saying that, hey, he's he, you know, he's 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 perfect for this, and he, we might need to see him kind of level up. I think that's going to be that. Those people are going to be satisfied. Uh, I think you see uh, Pope this season really sort of comes into his own and sort of, he's like, you know, he's making his, he's making himself known, like going, Hey, I'm like, I'm the best talker in the business. Like, and you know, that I talked to Pat Kenny about this today because, you know, Pat's, uh, Pat's, Pat works in the office and um, we were, we were talking about, uh, some stuff going forward for the for the next set of tapings and and who we who we might want to go after to try to bring in and stuff like that. And he said, you know, that he goes, 
what's so great now is that anyone who comes in to work the tapings, the first thing Pat tells them is, you've got Aldis, you've got Pope, you've got Austin Idol, you know, you've got like these guys who can go out there and talk. Like, and if you see those guys go out and talk and the first thing you think of is like, all right, fine, I want to go beat that promo. Like, I want to go and like, okay, I'm going to go out and cut a promo and be like, follow that. Then you've come to the right place. If you see that and sort of go, oh, I can't wait for them to see my match, you know, then you might not be in the right place <laughs> because we're, we are promo centric. Mm. Like we, you know, we, we've really tried to, and I think you'll see, you'll see a lot of people there. There are, there are a few guys who uh, on, that you'll see on NWA power this season who, you know, a lot of you will be familiar with from other places and it might be easy to sort of go, Oh, this guy, like, okay. But the only thing I would say to that is you haven't seen him like this, like doing an interview and getting to do it their way. And uh, like a lot of people said that about me when we first started this stuff, they went, Oh really? Magnus? Like, oh. You know, like whoop de do. Right. This is a little, diff little bit of a different story now. Right. And like, Dude, Pope is, he's on fire. Like, he's motivated. He's, you know, he's effortless, like, you know, money on the mic. Uh, and you'll see a lot more guys like that who you just sort of go, wow, I kind of forgot what a seasoned pro this guy was. And this is, this is different. Like, there'll be a lot of segments where you go, man, I can't believe that that came out of his mouth. Because you're sort of like, maybe used to seeing people presented in a certain way and not given the freedom to just be like, Hey, here's a, here's a wrestling promo. You know, like I jokingly, but I, but not really jokingly. I kind I say it as a way because it's the easiest way to identify the subgenre that we sort of do is like, I said, we're a wrestling show. Like I know that, you know, certain people over the years kind of use that word disparagingly. And like, oh, it's wrestling. But like, I don't, it's, I sort of, I've sort of taken it on. And I've said that, when, you know, when, when, when Billy and I, or Billy and Pat, myself, or others have sort of had these sort of discussions about, uh, you know, what the brand is and, and, you know, what the messaging has to be and stuff, I always just go, it's, we're wrestling. Right? That says a lot without saying it, much. Yes, because as soon as you as soon as you hear it, you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean. It's it's like <laughs> it's cowboys and Indians, you know. Or, you know, it's it's not it's not not necessarily always like good guys and bad guys, but it's like it's it's conflict settled in a in the ring, and it's sort of a and everyone's everyone wants to be a champion of some sort, and if you're and, you know, and everyone's trying to make money, like. Well, <laughs> Pat and I, we 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 joked that we might do it next time. We put signs up backstage, just say it ain't rocket science, right? Like sometimes I think you know wrestling can get in its own way. And and look, there are there there will be times where our show does that too. There's no doubt. You know, there's always going to be times with with booking and creative and all that sort of stuff where it's a bit like uh, what's happening. But I think overall. I think one of the reasons why uh, the people that have given the NWA a chance sort of enjoyed NWA power is because it's it's a bit more easy to digest and it's not quite so, you're not sitting there going like, oh, just give me a burger and fries. You know, I don't need all this other shit all over it. Do you know what I mean? You want it just simple, like just simple, kind of, basic, yeah. straight in front of you. Oh, not overly rustic. complicated. Rasslin. Yeah. Rasslin. Rustic, rustic Rasslin. Rustic Rasslin on NWA yeah. Power. It's on Fight on Virgin Media here in the UK and around the world on the Fight app as well. Nick, I genuinely have been so excited to watch Chi-Town Rumble with you. Like, this is like, a, what, what a time to be alive. I, sit I with, feel sit like, with the I, champ I feel, and watch I, the NWA I feel like we, match. 
I feel like we sort of did it a little bit of a disservice because I didn't, we didn't, I didn't comment on much <laughs> about what was happening. But you know, oh, it's kind of like they all know what's happening. They're watching. It with speaks it. for itself. Yeah, exactly. Where can people go to find out all about you? Plug anything that you want to plug, sir. Well, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Real Nicoldis, on Instagram at Nicoldis. Um, look for the look for the blue tick. Verified son of a gun. Uh, and I would love it if any of you who are interested in improving their, your health and performance would check out LegacySupps.com. L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com. That's my company that I launched at the end of last year. Uh, we've done really, really well. We've had some great support from uh, guys like Conan and Conrad for with the podcast ads. and uh, The feedback has been off the charts i've got a, a sleep aid which is next level like sleep is such an important part of your health it's not just if you're a you know a body guy and you're you know interested in being in great shape or anything like that like your sleep your the quality of your sleep will will fundamentally change your life if you're if if it's if it's something that needs work on and, and uh one of my products bestseller recovery pm uh, is a blend of nine different natural sleep aids and tranquilizers that and then the feedback for that has just been unreal like people have just gone oh my god like i haven't slept like that in years like i woke up feeling totally like renewed and refreshed and i have more energy uh and you know that we're very very proud of that and um we've had some crazy good feedback for the for the uh test booster as well like most guys after the age of about 25 to 30 start to see a drop in natural testosterone and these products uh test x9 and t assist are both uh you know completely natural completely fda fda approved made in a, an fda approved facility and uh there's it's all natural herbal ingredients that will help naturally boost your testosterone so it'll give you more energy a bit more vigor a bit more strength and a bit more you know get up and go in the bedroom boys and you know, it's it's uh, I'm very very proud of, of the of the line, and it's doing really really well. So LegacySups.com, and you can use code Aldis A L D I S, and you can get ten percent off everything. Way, that's what we want, ten percent off. And as we say, improvement in the bedroom. Wink, wink, wink. Oh, boom. There's that as well. If if you're on the fence, please give uh, NWA Power on Fight a chance. Go to uh, Fight.tv, and uh, you can subscribe to the NWA. It's just. Four ninety nine a month. Oh, uh, I know. Shock horror. Literally, look, I, it's it's ridiculous, right? Because not the price, the idea that that's an issue. Because you think about <laughs> it, think about it. You go get a nice posh coffee, and you'd pay that quite right. easily. And for well, the sake and of the price the of a posh that, coffee, brilliant wrestling. Well, and also the fact that you know, I, I see a lot of. And look, don't get me wrong. I completely understand that you may think, okay. I don't have to pay for WWE or AEW, but you have to have cable or mm -hmm. a satellite subscription or whatever to watch those. So you kind of do like, I understand that you chose to do that, but, and look, I wish that we were in a position where it just didn't matter and we could just give it all away for free and everyone could watch it. And, you know, but it's, uh, we, it's, a, it's a tough, <laughs> you know, it's a tough, it's a tough road to hoe, you know, because we have to, we have to be sustainable and um, we gave it away for free for as long as we could to try to really prove the concept and get people, you know, understanding like we're not messing around. We're trying to we're trying to make a really good show for the type of people that want that type of wrestling. Like here it is. And uh, yeah, like I said, you could subscribe and fight for $4.99 a month US. And um, not only do you get uh, the, the current, you know, the current episodes, you also get all the previous seasons and you get. Uh, two of the previous pay-per-views so you get uh into the fire and uh, hard times i believe and maybe, maybe there might be a third one i think you get to but yeah it's you know it, and and hey if you don't like it like unsubscribe you know we're, we're cool with that like but just you know give us a shot like you said it's, it's a it's the price of a fancy coffee to get an hour a week of of uninterrupted uh studio wrestling with some really great season pros and some really great talkers and less of the uh, less of the things that maybe bug you about some of the other wrestling being offered less than a posh coffee for all the nice wrestling that's right. that's all you need to take away from it less than less than the co a posh coffee easy right. money next time you go past costa and you think oh i'm going to have that medium cappuccino no nope. go 
this one time I will pocket that money and instead I will get four weeks of NWA power. I'll go watch Nick Aldis stretch somebody and I'll watch Power beat up a man. I'll well, you might instead. well. Let, let's, not, let's not get crazy. You'll probably see me in a suit cutting a promo. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.